0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin. Darwin Aquino began his musical journey in the Dominican Republic, where he grew up playing the violin. He's since become an accomplished conductor and composer, and his journey has taken him all over the world and to St. Louis. Aquino is now a Washington University Conductor-in-Residence and the Director of Orchestral Studies at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. He was also recently named the Musical Director of Gateway Festival Orchestra, which wraps up its 2019 season this Sunday evening the free concert at the 560 Music Center. Darwin Aquino, thanks so much for coming in today. Jeremy, thank
1: you for having me. It's, it's a, a pleasure. Great,
0: it's a great pleasure. So so what did bring you to St. Louis? Well,
1: actually, it's a story about music, love, and opera. I met my wife here in St. Louis doing uh, an opera together, uh, the uh, Carmen Opera. Uh, by Bisset. So we met here in St. Louis in 2017.
0: I'm sorry, you met working together on a production of Carmen? Yes, on a
1: production of of Carmen with Winter Opera at St. Louis. I was guest conductor for for that opera. She was, she's an Italian mezzo-soprano, so she was the role of Carmen in the opera. So we met there, we felt in love during the production, and then we decided to come here to St. Louis to start a new life together. I got the job offers and here we are. And we just bought a house. Two weeks ago.
0: Oh, <laughs> what what neighborhood or? or. Okay, great. Yes, yes. So, so, you, so you're you're putting some roots down.
1: Yes, we really love the city. The musical scene here in St. Louis is a privilege, with all the activities: symphony orchestras, opera, chamber music. So we feel really lucky to be here in the city.
0: Yeah. Let me step back a bit and just ask a bit about what you do. Okay, so you're you're a composer. You're mm-hmm. also a conductor. Does doing one thing make you better at the other? I believe so.
1: And that's why I do it, because if you compose, you know the intentions of a composer when you are conducting a work that is not yours. You understand the sounds of the orchestra better, every detail that the composer puts in the score when you conduct, and also I believe that is, I also play the violin, so as much as you can do as a musician, being a performer, being a composer, being a conductor gives you a broader perspective of the, of the music making, that's mm-hmm. why I do it and, and I love it.
0: And there's a performance aspect to to conducting, of course. Absolutely,
1: you are doing I mean, you
0: have your back to the audience, but you're still trying to speak to everyone sitting in that hall.
1: That's it, you are communicating with the musicians, sending energy, gestures, and that is a performance as well. It's just that the sound, technically, is not coming from you, but from another human beings, but Actually, there is a communication, an internal communication, and your energy enters in in the other person and then comes out as sound. It's something really beautiful Hmm. and something really special to conduct an orchestra and to make music with other human beings.
0: And you've you've conducted your your own work. What's it like to sit in the audience and watch someone else lead one of your pieces? That's a great question. Just between us and all of our listeners.
1: That's a wonderful question, Jeremy, because if you're not conducting your piece and you are seated in the audience, it's like... Did I compose this? It's always a big surprise. Even if you have spent months and sometimes years putting together a composition, it's always a surprise to hear what you have produced. And when you conduct your own piece, it's even more special because you have access to the two dimensions. You are the composer, you are the creator, but at the same time, you are putting together the performance. So what you can see about your music is even more profound. And that's why I love to do both. Sometimes the schedules are crazy because I'm composing at the same time that I'm conducting. But that's why I I love to do it. I have brought some recent compositions of mine here to St. Louis. Uh, I've been very lucky to receive also commissions by the Chamber Project St. Louis. Also, my pieces have been premiered by the Washington University Symphony Orchestra and by the Women Hope Chorale in St. Louis. And I'm really, really glad to keep my artistic life. And were you leading those
0: con- all those concerts?
1: The one at Washington University, yes. I was uh, presenting an orchestral piece by the name of Joa Minicana. I am from the Dominican Republic. That's why everyone here is hearing this lovely accent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about
0: that piece a little bit. The the, the name of it again is that. Is that a neologism?
1: Yes, "Joa Dominicana." Of course, refers to the Dominican Republic. The name in Spanish in my country is República Dominicana. So, "Joa Dominicana" is a composition that is inspired in music of my island. And as many of you know, we are a mix of cultures in the Caribbean, well, in the entire Latino Latin America. And it's a mix of African music and Hispanic music. So that's why in my music you can hear a lot of the Latin percussion instruments, a lot of uh, very energetic rhythms and colors that sometimes remind you of African music, but with something different that is also part of our Hispanic culture and our European culture.
0: Hmm. Let's listen to a little bit yes. of that. I think this is the beginning of the piece. Just give us the title once more. Yo, americana
1: for orchestra.
0: and we don't we don't have a webcast of our in studio here but i can see you bobbing your head and moving around of course. and what i love i i don't see you sort of mock conducting but just tapping the table like i might when i listen to a song so when you hear what do you hear when you hear that yes um, this is a dance
1: and we dance a lot in in latin america it's part of our culture so we move a lot we express ourselves with with our bodies so this as people heard is a dance full of different colors in the percussion. So it's inspired in a in a sarandunga, which is an African dance of the southwest of my country, the Dominican Republic, and that's why you can hear this rhythm eh, all the time during the piece. It's contemporary music, so it's also combined with very different and sometimes dissonant colors from from the orchestra, so that that is what I love as a creator, to combine folkloric music of my country with the new sonorities of classical music nowadays. I believe that that is a challenge, but it's also a very special combination, and I am always thinking on how to connect classical music of nowadays with the folkloric music of my country.
0: And from the from the small sample I've heard of your compositions, Darwin, uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like uh Per, per, the percussion was very prominent in that piece, of course, but you're a friend to melody. You may be more yes. of a friend than some contemporary composers are. Oh, thank you. But, but I don't feel like you're looking centuries backwards for your inspiration at all.
1: Yes, I am a violinist, so melodies are very close to my heart as well because, as you know, the violin in an orchestra or in a chamber orchestra or as a soloist, we are always playing melodies. That's perhaps our principal. Principal function. So, as a violinist, I always look for the shape of the melody. Also, as a conductor, the job of the conductor is to follow the melody, to follow the line, and especially in in opera, I work also in in the opera field. So, melody is always in my mind, as you say.
0: Yeah, it, we we discuss your style as a composer. Is it possible to describe your style as a conductor?
1: Mm, I don't know. That's a wonderful question. Uh, I try to conduct all types of music, from contemporary music, as we just heard, from opera, symphonic music, from the Baroque to nowadays. So I wouldn't say that I have a style of conducting. Sometimes I conduct with my baton. Sometimes I conduct without my baton, depending on how I feel the music is going to be expressed, the better. So I like to do different things.
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you progressed from a young violin student to get into the work that you're doing now.
1: Yeah, that was was a beautiful journey. And I need to mention my father in the Dominican Republic. He's a businessman, but he always loved music. And he always uh, talked to us me and to my two siblings about the importance of music and the importance of art in your life. So he worked very hard to put us, to pay music school for us, and I decided to play the violin. After playing the violin for many, many years in, in the National Symphony Orchestra of my country, the Dominican Republic, I started playing my own music naturally, without even writing the music in, in the staff paper, but just playing music that i was creating on my violin and then i knew that i was a composer so i started to compose more seriously then i was the concert master concert master is the principal violin of a youth orchestra i was a concert master there and the conductor couldn't continue with the gig because he had another gig and the orchestra was going to fall apart and i said to the maestro maestro but i'm the concert master What about if I keep doing the rehearsals and I conduct the orchestra? I didn't know anything about conducting, but I just wanted to try. I just wanted to put myself in the podium. So I started it that way. He told me, well, yes, do it. It's going to be a great experience for you. So I started conducting since 18 years old, I want to say. So I've been conducting for almost 20 years now, more than 20 years. And uh, I was just trying to do everything at the same time because... Believe me that in my country, the Dominican Republic, to earn a, a life as a classical musician is not very easy. So I was playing the violin, composing, and conducting at the same time just to be able to make it. So at the beginning I thought that maybe that was not very good, but I was wrong. That was the best experience that could have happened to me because I was able to go from one perspective to another and very easily move from conducting, to compose, to play. And nowadays I can do many things thanks to to that journey.
0: How did that conductor turn out? How how did his career progress from after he walked out?
1: He actually did pretty good, because he became the conductor of the National Conservatory Symphony Orchestra. And that orchestra was a private orchestra that was just gonna fall apart. Then when I got that opportunity, I started conducting more Then I became uh, the conductor of the National Youth Symphony Orchestra in my country. I started conducting internationally, and I got uh, an opportunity uh, of a full scholarship by the Florida International University to come to the United States and do my master's in conducting with uh, Maestro Czegorz Novak, a renowned Polish conductor. And that was my foot in the United States, and after that I got, I, Got some other jobs and gigs, and started doing my career, and here I am in St. Louis.
0: (laughs) Let's let's listen to another piece of yours. You were commissioned, you've already been commissioned to write at least this one piece. Yes. This was commissioned by the Chamber Project St. Louis. Um, What is this piece called? This piece is called Redescubrimiento. Okay, much different feel to this yes. piece.
1: Um, tell us again the title. The title is Redescubrimiento in Spanish, which means rediscovery in English. Rediscovery. Rediscovery. And the subtitle of this piece is A Dominican in St. Louis. So you know that uh, George Gertrude, a, a great American composer, uh-huh. has uh-huh. an American in Paris that is a wonderful orchestral piece. So I wanted to use something similar a Dominican in St. Louis because this piece is about my life here in St. Louis. The different ex- experience that I have had here musically and artistically also in my personal life because I came here with with my girlfriend and now we are married and we just bought a house so everything that happens to a human being when you are in a new city with new friends and with new jobs and with all that excitement around so re- rediscovery is what I was feeling at the moment. Redescubrimiento in Spanish, a rediscovery of myself as an artist, as a person. And it's a piece, it's a chamber piece for flute, bassoon, violin, viola, cello, and bass. Six instrument and not a very common combination. So that's why this piece has a very different color from the one that we heard at the beginning that is for full orchestra, and you hear a Caribbean rhythm all the time, combined with moments when the music is very relaxed. And, of course, the Caribbean rhythm reminds me of my country, and the relaxed music and the silence reminds me of St. Louis, which is a city that I love because it's very quiet sometimes. You have parks and you have a lot of nature and you are very connected sometimes with silence uh, in the city. Especially if you don't live in in (laughs) the downtown area, if you live in in other parts of the city. So that's why the subtitle A Dominican in St. Louis and it's like a musical discovery of my experiences here in, in town.
0: And I'm I'm not sure if you meant it that way, but that reminds me of the word discovery as it was used a few hundred years ago, meaning to reveal something, to explain something. To explain something.
1: That's (laughs) it. That's the connection in in this one. It it was premiered by Chamber Project St. Louis in November 2018. I was very lucky uh, to receive the honor of composing for them. They are one of the most important chamber music groups for new music in St. Louis. And uh, they are just wonderful players. Are, are.
0: And it's fascinating to hear you talk about that piece because I'm not sure folks who are just listeners to the music, mm-hmm. like myself, think of composers of orchestral music and chamber music as writing from their personal experience. Mm-hmm. But that is something you can do
1: without words. Yes, and, and I believe that all composers in one way or another write in contact with their personal experiences. In some pieces you can hear that more clearly, in others perhaps you don't, but definitely what is happening in your life, in your daily life, is revealed in what you compose every day. There's no way you can disconnect that.
0: Uh, The newest thing on your resume is that you are leading the Gateway Festival Orchestra. The last concert of the season is coming up Sunday. It is called Piano at the Movies, which would be a little distracting to me if someone rolled in a piano but you make sense of it. Tell us about that program.
1: Yes, I am very happy and honored to be the new music director of the Gateway Festival Orchestra. It's one of the oldest professional orchestras in St. Louis, founded in the 1960s by musicians of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. And we are having our last concert of the season. The Gateway Festival Orchestra is a summer orchestra. So all the concerts are usually during the month of July, this Sunday, July the 28th at 7:30 p.m. at the Washington University 560 Music Center, we will have a wonderful program that combines piano music and film music. We will have two film scores, Mary Poppins that mm-hmm. is a classic of Walt Disney, but has been recently has recently come to our lives in in two New versions. So we will hear the full score of Mary Poppins' music as it is in the movie. And also the music of The Mission by the Italian composer Ennio Morricone that has a very famous oboe solo that people, audiences, is one of their favorites. And we will combine that with a piano concerto. We will have Ala Boscoi Bainova, which is the director of piano stories at Omsol, playing with us the piano concerto number. 23 by Mozart. But that is not everything. For the first time in St. Louis, we will play Caribbean music, not by me, but by other Caribbean composers. We will play a Creole Fantasy by composer Bienvenido Bustamante. It's going to be at St. Louis premiere. And we will also play the National Dance of Colombia, which is a cumbia. All of this with a symphony orchestra. Mm. As a symphony orchestra playing the National Dance of Colombia and also playing music from the Dominican Republic, which has a different color of the one that we just heard because these pieces are popular music in a symphonic setting. And for the first time, audiences will have the, the opportunity to hear that music that is very of, very rarely performed in the United States. But I believe that one of my missions as a Latin American conductor is to bring that music also to every part of the world that that I go. So this is a free admission concert. So you can take your family, you can take your friends. We are going to be in this very nice hall at Washington University with air conditioning. (laughs) It's a wonderful place to go to listen to some good music. The concert is about one hour and 15 minutes. Uh So
0: Stop by yeah, this Sunday at yeah.
1: 730, 7.30 to hear piano at the movies by the Gateway Festival
0: Darwin, thank you so much thank you, for coming Jared. in. And I want to thank conductor and composer Darwin Aquino for joining us. It has been great talking to you. Let's do it again. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.